podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. Seven weeks into the NFL's regular season and after a weekend where we saw upset defeats for the Buffalo Bills and the San Francisco 49ers, only one team can sit proudly on top of the pile claiming to hold the best record in football. That's right, the Philadelphia Eagles at 6-1 and one have that best record above all other 31 of their opponents having taken down the Miami Dolphins on Sunday Night Football. For the show, we went 1-2 and two against the line on the week, now standing at 9-12 and 12 on the season. Let's turn the page into Week 8 of the NFL. Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. Well, welcome along to the show. This is Graves on Gridiron. I am your host, Richard Graves. That one success we had from last weekend's picks was somehow just about, in a very one-sided game, the Baltimore Ravens and Detroit Lions combined to get us over the top there. Disappointment elsewhere, 9-12 and 12 on the season. But as the bye weeks start coming thick and fast now for some of the teams, so too do opportunities elsewhere to get that record back up towards 500. If you are new to the show, welcome along. Thanks for joining us. The format each week is simple. We pick three games from the slate on offer, look at the lines set by the odds makers, break them down, uh, dissect the matchups, and I'll tell you which way I think I would go uh, in that situation. If you're a regular uh, viewer, listener, be it the vodcast or podcast, great to have you back along for the ride once more. Okay, Let's not waste any further time. Let's get into our Week 8 matchups. And we start in Big D. That's right, in the heart of Texas, the home of the Dallas Cowboys, the AT&T Stadium, because that, for the third time this season, will host an NFL game. The Cowboys 2-0 at home so far this season. And coming fresh off a bye week, they host the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams traveling into Dallas on the back of a disappointing home defeat to the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, last time out. The Cowboys have had a a week to rest up, chance to get some of their roster healthy again. Certainly, they've been dinged up on both sides of the ball through the first six weeks of this season. Um, And the Dallas defense is still the key part for this Cowboys team. Opportunistic, unquestionably one of the best in football. They rank top six in overall defense, passing defense, points allowed and takeaways this season. Uh, The issue really for them has been on the offensive side of the ball, which has been their strength over the past two or three years. Not so this time around with Mike McCarthy taking over play calling duties. Kellen Moore obviously leaving uh, in the summer to join the LA Chargers. Uh, But it's been a a bit of a run first defense uh, in Dallas this time around. And it hasn't exactly been firing on all cylinders in this Texas coast system as it's been named under Mike McCarthy. It's a system which has seen Dak Prescott's yards per passing attempt fall by roughly a yard. He's uh, averaging around six and a half yards uh, per passing attempt this season. Um, And frankly, for a run-first offense, it hasn't really been firing on all cylinders. Tony Pollard averaging less than four yards per carry. Um, So unless their defense has been turning the ball over, in the first six weeks of the season. It's been a bit of a struggle at times uh, for the Dallas Cowboys, it has to be said. Uh, They've struggled to get points on the board. They've been held to 20 points or fewer in three of their last four outings. The one exception across that period, uh, the home win over the New England Patriots, it's a game in which their defence forced a number of turnovers, took two of them to the house. Uh, And this is why 
when you see the Cowboys as a full one-score favourite as they are uh, coming into this game. Plus, uh, minus 6.5 is the line for the Cowboys against the Rams. You do have to pause for thought thought just a little bit uh, because this isn't the same Rams side that won the Super Bowl just over 18 months ago, admittedly. But they do have playmakers on both sides of the ball. Uh, You've still got defensive tackle Aaron Donald, who gives opposing quarterbacks nightmares from that the heart of that defensive line. And then Matthew Stafford is still a quarterback, still able to make plays. He's got rookie sensation wide receiver uh, Puka Nakua. Uh, veteran wide receiver Cooper Cup is healthy again, played the last two weeks, had impacts in both of those games. And there's still firepower at the disposal for the LA Rams. Uh, San Francisco uh, put 30 points on the Rams in week two. But that one game aside, no one has scored more than 24 against the LA Rams defense this season. And they've scored 86 points themselves over the past four games. Two of those games were against the Eagles and Steelers. Yes, there's a reason that Dallas are favourites coming into this game. They play well at home. We've already mentioned undefeated so far in that short span at AT&T Stadium this season. This is a game they should win, but by more than one score against a competitive Rams team, I'm not so sure. The Eagles are the only team to have beaten the Rams so far this season by more than one score. There's no reason to think that the Cowboys blow them out in this game. I think it's going to be a tight one. I expect Dallas to win, but I also expect the LA Rams to cover. So take the Rams at plus 6.5. Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. Next up, we have the 3-4 and four Minnesota Vikings traveling to their NFC North rival Green Bay Packers with a 2-4 and four record themselves. And yet the Packers are one and a half point favorites coming into this game. Uh, The Minnesota Vikings, well, they won't care that they have to go to Green Bay on a short week because this team is hot right now. It is humming. Confidence is high, fresh off the back of a big win on Monday Night Football against the San Francisco 49ers. This Vikings team has quietly gone about its business over the last month. They've now won three of their last four games. They're right back in the thick of the mix of things in the NFC. And their upcoming schedule, I have to tell you, makes for good reading if you're part of this Vikings organization. Of their next six games, five of their opponents have losing records. The only team to to have a winning record are the Atlanta Falcons at four and three. And of course, these six games include their NFC North rival, Green Bay Packers. Contrast that with the Packers themselves. Started the season impressively. They've now lost three straight, and they haven't scored more than 20 points in any of their last four outings. Uh, At quarterback, Jordan Love obviously gets his chance this season. Again, like the team he started well, he's looked a little bit shaky over the last month, I have to say. And it hasn't been helped by the roster that the Packers have put together around him. You, You look at Um, what he's got in terms of weapons. No real veteran uh, wide receiver. Lots of rookie players, uh, second-year players around him. So a lack of experience. And I think in situations uh, like they find themselves right now, that's a problem. Aaron Jones, their veteran running back, he's missed time this season uh, through injury. David Bakhtiari, their veteran left tackle, perhaps one of the most important players on the field if you're quarterback Jordan, Jordan Love for sure. Well, he's out injured as well, and there's no time that's been put timeline put on him to return. Um, so, so you you look at what they're dealing with. Now, then you look at um, a Vikings team, which, frankly, on defense has been rejuvenated 
under defensive coordinator uh, Brian Flores, a unit that was the Achilles heel last season, even when they were winning all those one-score games. The defence wasn't really closing games out. That has started to change with Brian Flores now, uh, defensive coordinator, and we saw it again against the 49ers on Monday Night Football. Two picks in the final seven minutes ultimately put that game to bed. The fact that Green Bay start this game as favourites, it can only be due to the fact that this game takes place on home turf at Lambeau Field because there is nothing from what we've seen over the last month that would give you cause to think the Packers are going to win this game. Look, it comes down to the eye test. Right now, the Vikings are hot. The Vikings are playing well. The Green Bay Packers are stone cold. They're one and a half point favourites going into it. I don't think they win this game. Take the Minnesota Vikings to upset their division rivals, win at Lambeau Field and in the process cover at plus 1.5. Graves on Gridiron. Our final game of Week 8 takes us to the Bay Area in California, the home of the San Francisco 49ers, who have just hit a bit of a road bump over the last two weeks. They hold a 5-2 and two record, and they host the Cincinnati Bengals, who are at 500 once again at 3-3. Three and three. Uh, Through five weeks of this season, you have to, be, have to say that the 49ers were the consensus pick as the best team in football. Well, two straight losses has caused a few people, me included, to perhaps check on that. Um, They no longer even hold the best record in football. We mentioned right at the top of the show, it's now the Philadelphia Eagles standing alone at 6-1. and Star running back Christian McCaffrey, he gutted his way through um, that Monday night football loss in Minnesota. He's carrying an oblique injury. Um, neither starting left tackle Trent Williams nor star wide receiver Debo Samuel played in this game. They've both been sidelined with injuries. Um, what, they, what the 49ers can hang their hat on and point to, if you like, if you're looking for a, an explanation for what we've seen over the last two weeks, is that both of those defeats came on the road. Remember, first of all, at Cleveland uh, and again, but for a missed field goal, they would have got out of jail there and, and probably won that game. And then, of course, on Monday night up in Minnesota. Well, this game this Sunday is back at Levi Stadium. And the Cincinnati Bengals are in town, fresh off a bye. Uh, they're beginning to look a little bit more like the Bengals that we've become accustomed to over the last few years. Um, Jamar Chase particularly starting to make explosive plays again. Certainly a few weeks ago in Arizona, he was to the fore. And of course, they took down the Seattle Seahawks just going into their bye week as well. If the 49ers were a healthy unit Coming into this game, I would have no hesitation whatsoever in backing them. But with a couple of key pieces missing, even Brock Purdy, who's been so impressive at the outset of his career, has started to look human. Suddenly, it's not just about the scheme that Kyle Shanahan's employing. He needs his players to make plays as well. And that makes them vulnerable, quite frankly. Um, Look, they're coming up against a Bengals team now who have been to the AFC Championship game in each of the last two years. It's a cause for concern. You don't get to the AFC Championship game in back-to-back years if you're a bad team. Yes, they started out the season slowly. Yes, there was concerns over the fitness of quarterback Joe Burrow, but they seem to be getting healthy and finding a way and getting back to their old selves. No one yet is questioning how good this San Francisco 49ers team is. But I promise you this, if they were to lose this game to Cincinnati this weekend, you better believe that every talk show coast to coast in the US next week would be discussing exactly that. 
Um, I, look, I don't think they do lose this game. I think they probably find a way to get back to winning ways. But they're five and a half point favourites in this game. That's a large margin against a, a Bengals team who've got proven quality, proven class, and know how to get the job done even when they're on the road. With the playmakers they've got, this could well turn out to be one of the hardest fought, if not the hardest fought matchups of the Week 8 slate. If the 49ers do come out on top, I suspect it's by no more than a field goal. And I look at how these two teams have performed against the line as well of late. In the last two outings, the San Francisco 49ers are 0-2 against the line. The Cincinnati Bengals heading into their bye last week were 2-0 against the line. I think the Bengals make that 3-0 in their last three games. They cover, take the Bengals at plus five and a half points. Okay, just a reminder of the three games we've selected for you of the Week 8 slate. First of all, we are in Dallas when the Cowboys host the Rams. Take the Rams to cover at plus 6.5. Then we head up to Green Bay, Wisconsin. The Packers hosting their AFC North rival, Minnesota Vikings. Take the Vikings at plus 1.5 before finishing up in the Bay Area with the Cincinnati Bengals visiting the San Francisco 49ers. The Bengals fresh off a bye. Take them to cover at plus five and a half points. We've gone for three underdogs in this weekend's three games. Three out of three, we'll get our overall record of the season back up to 500. As I always say at this point in the show, folks, remember, it's all about fun, enjoying the games. This is to accompany that. Keep that in mind. As always, it's been a blast discussing this week's matchups. We'll do it all again next week. You can hit me up in the meantime on Twitter at Richard Graves one at Graves on Gridiron on Facebook or RDG Media UK on Instagram. And remember, if you do want to read about the games that we've spoken about on this week's show, you can go to rdgmedia.uk and click on that Talking Sport tab and you'll see Week 8, Overcoming the Odds, three games to watch. All the details are there. As always, it's been a blast. I look forward to doing it all again next week. Enjoy Week 8, folks. And so long, everybody. Subscribe to Graves on Gridiron wherever you listen to podcasts. And keep up to date with the latest on Twitter. Search for Richard Graves 1. That's Richard Graves, the number one. Sports Social Podcast Network.